This is Heavy Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a game between the Washington Redskins and the Carolina Panthers. We have Tom's trivia. Where are you now? A lot more. For the whole team, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, 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 what's happening? What is up? Cut, cut, MF, cut, <laughs> Ridiculous. What in the hell happened? All right, calm down. In Charlotte. Cut. What happened? Cut. Did, did anybody have a good game wearing the burgundy and gold that day? Um, yes. Did anybody? All right, you know what I want you to do? You know what I want you to do? I want you guys to name me a player, any player, and I'm going to tell you if they should be cut or not. Okay. All right? All right. All right. When you're ready, you go ahead. All right. Kareem Moore. Wait. Dude, Kareem Moore had a pretty good game. For like three plays, and then he sucked. He had two horrible angles on those two touchdown runs. He kept running off sideways, and the guy totally burned him. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, How my about... Point, dudes, my point is, it's going to be really hard to find positive. Except nah. for maybe the fact that we didn't lose Jason Taylor for the season. And the punting game. <laughs> yeah, the punting. The, 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 the battle between Frost and Brooks for the uh, punter spot is... Uh, it's heated up. They're going in. They're having basically a kickoff in this final game. Their numbers for this preseason are almost exactly the same. Really? Wow. Yeah. Intriguing. Intrigue. Are they cut? I thought that. Uh, are you, would you cut? Would you cut Derek Frost? At this point, I think it would be fair to. Uh, Cut the rookie and keep and let Derek Frost keep the job. Dude, you know what I'm saying? You said name anybody and I can say cut. You said oh yeah, no, I said name anybody and I'll tell you if they're cut or not. Dude, Derek Frost kicked a 75 yard. He kicked, he, man, he kicked a 75 yard punt out of the end zone. And mm-hmm. yeah, Redskins.com is is they just drive me crazy because Redskins. they don't put a negative cut. The cut. They don't put a negative spin on. Anything because they always try to make everything all Larry rose tinted and everything and whatnot. And then they go on there and whoever was writing this particular thing said Frost kicked from his their own end zone. However, he out kicked his coverage and allowed like a twenty something yard return. I was just like he kicked a seventy five yard kick out of the freaking end zone. I know. <laughs> you know what? Whoever said that is. Yeah. Thank you. Me. Yeah, he was pretty um, good. And, and then you read, like, the Associated Press article, and they're like, you know, Frost had an outstanding game punting, booming a kick out of the end zone to, to get decent field position off a horrible set of downs, blah, 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 type of thing. You know, the one thing that the guys on Redskins.com are, like, negative about, and it's Frost, because apparently they don't like him. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of his either, but he definitely deserves to keep his job unless he just totally shanks something this weekend. Dude, probably because he told Larry off. And, and, and what else did he do on that kick? Not only did he kick it 75 freaking yards off his foot, 
he was down there and he came in like a freaking linebacker and nailed the guy for the tackle. <laughs> At the end of the play, he came flying in and he like half hit Ethan Albright and got up all woozy and whatnot. And of course, you know, Joe Theismann was too busy talking about himself that, and, and Patrick, who doesn't ever stop to talk about anything going on with the game until 30 seconds after it's happened. And neither one of them even realized that. <laughs> Drove me crazy. Cut! Cut! Cut. Yeah. Dude. Can I point out some stuff? All right. In the first quarter, ahead. the defense wasn't playing all that bad. They were getting pressure on the quarterback. They were getting pressure on the quarterback. Kareem Moore um, made an interception off and of a play were. that Jason Taylor like created some uh, pressure on. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, Kareem Moore had another, uh, I think, a, couple, a tackle for a loss. I don't know if it was for a loss or a short game, but he was he ran across behind the play. He came all the way across the field and made the tackle. Dude, he a- and that was other than the punters, that was the last good play of the game. Yeah, he actually. Play had a lot better. I mean, as you said, he didn't have that good of a game after that. But he played a lot he better than Reed Dowdy did. <laughs> Reed no one Dowdy. else had a good game after that either. He did have a couple of good points. Dude, Reed Dowdy was freaking horrible in that game. There was yeah, this one was. play where the – Which is a total turnaround from like a week ago. There's this one play where he like – Dude, I don't know what happened, but – um. It was like the one of the eighteen plays that they broke off for like a seventy five yard touchdown run. And uh Reed Dowdy like came up into the hole and just stood there. He like ran up, saw the dude coming through the hole, and just stopped like he was about to block someone. And the guy just like darted right past him and ran for a touchdown. And on another one he slammed into the guy who ran through. It was almost the exact same looking play, and then he slammed into him and just slid down him like the guy was like greased up or something. Like, he hit him and should have been able to pull him down, no problem. Oh, and another one of the most horrible plays of the game on the offensive side of the ball was when Chris Samuels just got schooled by Peppers and he got pushed back like he was, a, I don't know, like a 20-pound kid or something. Dude, Peppers owned him on that play and basically <laughs> threw him into Jason Campbell. I know. He got schooled, man. I was like, yeah. dude, you just got embarrassed. He knows it, too. Welcome to the <laughs> I got a rash. <laughs> Jason Campbell probably had a rash of how many times he hit the turf. I think at one point in the game, because you guys remember that I didn't get the game on TV, so not only did I have to listen to that whole thing, but then the next day on NFL Network, I had to go back and watch it just so I could prepare for this podcast. <laughs> And that was, it was really hard for me to actually watch that game after knowing what was going to happen. Oh, man. <laughs> it really sucked. And um, let me just say I did it just so I could bring some integrity to the Harry Hog football podcast. Because you're a Redskins fan. Oh, well, let it, me just say it was horrible. that, you know, last week I said, uh, for this game. What? And, we uh, lost you for a second. Whoa, whoa, go back and repeat that because about halfway through that sentence you went, <laughs> Yeah, oh, you sorry. started out like an echo. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let me just say that I said last week I was going to um, go to Charlotte for this game. And at the last minute I was not able to do so. And I'm so thankful that I did not make that trip.
man, when I called you and I and and you picked up the phone, and you were like, oh, dude, and I didn't hear any noise in the background. I was like, oh, he didn't go. He's so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I did, dude, because it was like halftime or something when I talked to John, and I was like, thank God I did not go to that game. Dude, oh, man. I talked to I talked to our mom tonight, and she goes, that was the worst game I've ever seen. <laughs> and you said, nope, nope, not as bad as the Patriots game last year. <laughs> yeah, because that they was did real. get owned by the Patriots. <laughs> they did get owned by the Patriots. No, <laughs> sir. Oh, that man. was as bad as that game, Aaron, that you and I watched in the late '90s. I think it was a Monday night game, and we watched it actually in Manio, North Carolina. And it was, and and I don't remember if it was a home game or a game or a away game or what. But man, the Redskins lost. It was about the same kind of score, but I think. The 49ers scored maybe more, maybe more. I think like they broke 50. 53. Yeah, I think they broke 50. Yeah. And it was to the point by the third quarter we were laughing. And that's pretty much how it was when I was watching this game. By the third quarter, I was just laughing at stuff. I'm like, oh, man, this is just ridiculous. Hey, dudes, Unbelievable. I've been thinking about this. You guys have your little spots. Like, Josh has Where Are You Now? And, John, you had the uh, Random Redskin of the Week. Right, yeah. I want my spot to be the Daryl Pounds play of the week. <laughs> Dude, how did you know Daryl Pounds is my where are you now this week? Is he really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dude, speaking of that, I want to tell you here in uh, Hampton Roads, Virginia, uh, Channel 3, the CBS station, is, is the big Redskin station. They're the ones showing the preseason games along with Comcast. And they're actually, like, reporting, you know, or live from – house parties for the watching the Redskins in, in the local area and things like that. And I saw for the first time, and I don't know how long they've been doing it, but the guy who does these reports was like, and now it's time for the Cowboys low light of the week. <laughs> and they showed a few plays from the, guy, the game the night before against the Texans. And I forget what, one of them was Sage Rosenfeld running in for a touchdown. And another one was some just, just horrible, horrible scrub play. They were like, that's... That, those were your Cowboys lowlights of the week. Well, dude, if they were going to show the Redskins lowlights of the week, they would have been, that show would have lasted about an hour and a half. Yeah. I think at one point during the game I heard him say that was Jason Campbell getting sacked for the seventh time. No, uh, what the seventh time? I swear I heard him say that. I think, I think it was maybe the quarterback completely being sacked that many times. Um, there were five sacks total. Jason Campbell was four of them. <laughs> oh man! Well, I think there's only two players we can really mention for game ball, so one of us is going to get hung out to dry. No, uh, I got a couple of them. I got a couple of them. Good players. Yeah. Well, I guess why don't we? I couldn't even concentrate on what was going good. I mean, what was, you know, who who should get a game ball? Because it was so bad. I was honestly going to give my game ball to Derek Frost since we're talking about it because, Wait, because I thought that you can't do that yet. Of, why? And now the company <laughs> and producer Game why? Ball Award. Why? All right, now. <laughs> All right, I give my game ball to Derek Frost because he was called upon quite a bit and um, he actually quite had a, a few good points. <laughs> um, we have like eight. I'm going to quote Aaron last week. Actually, you're giving your game ball to a punter. Or two weeks ago, I guess. Seriously. 
If you're giving what, your what game ball to a punter, there, it's been a pretty bad game is all I've got to say. You probably lost. I would say 9.9 times out of 10, if you give your game ball to a punter, it's because you lost the game. He just kind of like put a bandage on the bleeding for a few extra yards away from the end zone. Uh, yeah, yeah, Derek Frost had that 75-yarder, which was pretty incredible. Yeah. And all the other ones were good, too. I don't think he had any bad punts the whole game. He had one that was, was a little bit short, but not like super short, not like a thousand. Yeah, he was pretty good. Let me see. Maybe maybe I'll give my game ball to uh, the guy that scored the touchdown for the Redskins. Oh, wait. They didn't score any touchdowns. And let me <laughs> make another note about that. The Redskins were in position to kick a field goal, and on the four, and instead, Thorne wanted to go for it on fourth down. And the Who Redskins did? then got a penalty. Who wanted to go for it? Zorn. Who wanted to go for it? The Redskins got – oh, sorry. What am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> one of these, one of these days we'll stop doing that. <laughs> how many, how many weeks have we been doing that now? One of us always, like last, last week, Josh, it was you, and it was me the week before, and this week it was there. <laughs> Come on, what, what, what? Huh? What? Oh man. Anyway, um, what was I talking? Oh yeah, Zorn. Zorn, Chip Zorn. Um, he went. He, he he was going to go for it on a fourth down in a field goal situation. And I was like, no, you got to put points on the board. You're losing so badly. You're already down by like 37. Kick the field goal. And luckily, someone got, I think it was a procedure penalty because they're really calling that a lot this year. Um, the, the referees are focusing on a legal procedure, um, not enough men on the line of scrimmage, stuff like that. So I think it was the Pete Redskins Kendall. had one of those penalties. And then he decided, oh, what the hey, I'll just then switch him out there to kick it. And he kicked a great field goal straight down the middle. But uh, So is that who your game ball is going to? No, I don't like him. He's kind of a prick. All right. Um, let's see. Wait, well, yeah, I'm going to – no, I'm going to have to give him that because I think the only other per- – I don't want to leave you hanging out to dry there, Aaron, because I think there's only one other person left to give a game ball to. No, who was your other one? Because I got one you're probably not going to use. Okay, mine was for Kareem Moore for the first quarter. But that's it. I'll have to agree with that. He did have a good first quarter. And actually, the defense didn't start sucking until after Jason Taylor got injured. As soon as he got injured, because the next play, they gave up a touchdown on a big run. It was like everyone started playing not to get hurt. Everyone lost their focus, and I think a lot of people were just like, oh, crap. I got to play not to get injured. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yep. all right, I'll give mine to Kareem Moore because uh, I mean, Sweezum's got to kick like three in one game to get a game ball. All right. Well, you know who mine's going to? Who? I think he's right. number sixty-seven. For that one time, you wait. Who? Maybe that's not his number. The Red Snapper, Ethan. Albright. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's a good one, man. He had some great a good one. Pro <laughs> Bowler Ethan Albright. He had some great uh, long snaps back to Derek Frost so that he could have those excellent punts. <laughs> <laughs> man, he's got Albright has got the deal going on. I mean, he's going to be able to play for like another eight years. I think he's thirty-five or thirty-six. 
he's going to be able to play till he's in his, his early to mid forties because yeah. he's a long snapper. He's like, I, I tried to be an offensive lineman. I wasn't quite good enough. And then someone was like, well, try being a long snapper. And, you know, he made the Pro Bowl in his 13th season, I think, or 12th season. Dude's got it made. A couple hundred thousand a year. A few hundred thousand a year, I guess. Dude, how much? Uh, how many punts did he have, did you already say? He had eight punts. And imagine eight. once the book deal goes through, how much. Yeah, totally. He'll be called. How I snapped. Book deal, all the <laughs> What is it, Aaron? <laughs> How I snapped by Ethan <laughs> Albright. <laughs> I think it must should just be called like, oh, snap. <laughs> Dude, and the other thing that's great about the long snapper is he's like a center, but he doesn't have to have a dude's hands right up in his junk. Dude, yeah, good point. <laughs> that's like extra bonus. Dude, you know what? If if all the rumors about you know branding coming to teams, football, you know corporate branding actually coming to football, like they've done with NASCAR, if that happens, dude, I can only hope that like Snapper uh, lawnmowers sponsors him, or Snapple, or like Snapple, red. Snapper, Big Red chewing gum. Yeah, that's a good one. Red Big Snapper, red. very tasty. <laughs> Where are you now? Oh, whoops, it's not Where? time. To... Dude, you do Where? that every, every week. Where? Every week. Two Where? in a row. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. Come on. You know why? Are we, are we at right. the end of the podcast already? All right, Aaron, look. Aaron, you need to label those hotkeys a little bit. All right, let me explain to everyone out there what's happened the last four weeks, and I still haven't bothered to fix it. <laughs> I have the I have the whip sound programmed in with a W as the hotkey. And I have the where are you now music programmed in with a W as the hotkey. And for some reason, I forgot to change the whip sound to something else. That whip? Yeah, and the... Uh, you don't need a program. You can just say, Josh, do the whip, and I'll go... Josh, go... I'm changing it right now. I'm changing the whip sound to something else. I'm changing it. Dude, while you get your technical stuff together and before we go to our kicks, maybe it's a good time for a commercial break. Since okay. we actually have a commercial sponsor this week. We right do? before we go into our games here. Yeah, before we go into our uh, kicks. All right. All right. Right, dude? Oh, yeah, game, yeah, kicks, yeah. Let's take a break. Talk All right. We'll be right back. Wait, I need to go to the fridge break anyway. From our newest sponsor. Since the time of the caveman, the male species has been. Well, Harry. In today's modern world, however, stress, antidepressants, and even diarrhea can cause a man to be short on hair. Well, men, I've got great news for you today. Introducing X-Minch, the only approved hair extensions just for men. Why settle for spray-on hair when in just a few minutes you can achieve that flaxen chestnut stallion look you've always wanted? And because X-Mentions is approved, you'll never have to worry about being made fun of by your co-workers for having so-called clip-on hair again. 
Before trying X-Mention, ask your doctor or priest if hair extensions might be right for you. Although it is approved, side effects may include stubbiness, overconfidence, and cougar attraction. If you experience cougar attraction for more than four hours, contact your wingman immediately to avoid long-term relationships. As with other unapproved hair extension products, X-Mention may cause severe diarrhea and sometimes vomiting by the opposite sex. Avoid operating machinery while wearing X-Mention's longer than the standard six inches. X-Mention is a new day for men's hair. Well, yeah, so, uh, so thanks thanks for that uh, to our to our sponsor there, X-Mention. Uh, anybody out there is needing... Any, any guys out there, I should say, men needing hair hair extensions, I believe a new X-Mentions um, outlet is opened up at the Potomac Mills Mall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the greater Washington, D.C. area, you can... No, it's open. It, there's also one at Tyson's Corner. <laughs> Tyson's Corner? <laughs> yes. Remember, it is the only... That one or two. The only approved hair extensions for men. And dude, that is that is there is a Redskins link to that because those hair extensions are in fact created from uh, the the excess body hair of of backup lineman uh, Jason Fabini. That and what got pulled out of the back of Matua's helmet. <laughs> All right, yeah. Thanks to uh, X Mentions, our newest sponsor, and make sure you guys order some hair extensions yeah. if you're so inclined. All okay. right, so. What do we got? Kicks? Kicks? It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Dude, just line them up. Who's it going to be? Line, line them up. Line them up. Kicking. All right, let's, let's just let line them up. Let this ball hang out because it's time for some kicking. You want me to go first? Why? You want me to go first? Sure. All right. I'm kicking... Um, most people in the game whose number ended in seven. So let me see here. Uh, 17. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Jason Campbell got cut for holding the ball too long and was all indecisive and wouldn't just throw the ball. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me see. 27. Fred Smoot. Uh-huh. For getting burnt all over the place. And missing tackles. 37. No, 27. All right, 37. I don't think there was one. 47. Um, You're going to cut Cooley? No, nah, he'll get Ooh. a reprieve. Cooley will get a reprieve. All right, okay. 57. Wait, 37? Did I skip 37? You did. 37 is my biggest cut of them all. <laughs> that. Reed Dowdy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I was asking. I was like, dude, you're going to, what about 37? <laughs> no. He was the biggest cut of them all. I don't know what I'm talking about. And I've already Isn't it interesting how from week to week we were like, oh, man, Reed Daddy, he's getting my game ball. He was awesome. And then, like, the next week, oh, man, he's so cut. Man, he sucked. Dude, <laughs> we call it as we see it. I can't help it. Everybody can have a bad day, and apparently That's Saturday was game. a bad day for everybody on the Washington Redskins. You know, hopefully everybody got, got, their, uh, got their mess out, so, you know, there won't be any more bad games. All right. I think people just got comfortable. Anyway, go ahead. Go those ahead. are my. Those are all my cuts. That's it. Yep. No sixty-seven. No sixty-seven. Got my game no, ball. No eighty-seven. Uh, set. Oh, I did want to point out eighty-six. Fred Davis in the last part of the game was playing pretty good. Fred Davis is such a solid preseason. Mm-hmm. He's running tight routes. He's he's possessing the ball pretty well. 
I think he had one drop in this game, but it was his first one so far. He's he's doing all right. I'm pretty impressed. Except for when anyway. he overslept that first day. Yeah. <laughs> Screwed up on the first day, and hopefully that'll be it. Real <laughs> So anyway, there's my cuts and the fact that just no one showed up to play whatsoever, and we got embarrassed and spanked all over the field. Well, all right. All right. Josh, you want to go? Well, you know, I was going to slam on Reed Dowdy only because, you know, I gave him that game ball a couple weeks ago, and uh, when he totally stepped up and proved himself that the position was going to be his, and, you know, then he did what he did this week, and I'm like, come on. So, you know, it's still not too late to be cut. <laughs> anyway, there's my there's my cut. But I mean, there's so many. Like Aaron said, I mean, there's so so many. Who else can oh, I man. cut? Who fumbled 18 times? Everybody. Liddell. Liddell uh, fumbled again. I know. Wait, let's talk about that though, because some people are on our website, HarryHogFootball.com. Um, talking on the chat box, the live chat box on there. And they were saying that they were watching the Panthers feed, which is, I think is the one that they showed, I don't know, wherever they showed, they, they didn't show the Comcast one, I guess. Yes, that's what I saw, dude, Panthers feed. I saw the Redskins feed. Yeah, I, I, I was watching the Redskins feed at that point, and some people said on the Panthers feed, you could clearly see that Liddell Betts was down. Are you serious? Yeah, but they showed, they actually showed a replay for one of the only times. On um, Redskins, on the on the Redskins feed, and it looked to me like he just rolled right over um, Hanging Brain Draybach and never touched the ground before the ball got knocked out. And his arm was dude, all hanging wide. Like I paused the Tebow and rewound it a bunch of different times, and I would totally disagree. I do not think that he was down. He fumbled the ball. And I have yeah, to I say this: I've said it once, and I've said it a million times. On any playground in the United States, that would have been a fumble. <laughs> it was a fumble. <laughs> he didn't hold on to the ball. It's a fumble. I don't care what the technicality is. He had the ball. Casey had the brains. <laughs> they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't make good money. <laughs> and all it results in is a... For Liddell Betts. Yeah. Maybe we, maybe we can trade him to somebody and get something for him. Especially, if we don't trade him now, we're going to get less and less for him if he keeps doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's already dropped like a ton, like maybe two weeks ago. Maybe we should have traded him, like Danny was saying on the website, for somebody and let uh, Mason be the backup. Dude, there was a bunch of people on the website, like, stroking the Dell bits. Did anybody draft him in our fantasy draft this past week? I hope not. I don't think so. Some reason anyway. the people in our league let Adrian Peterson fall to me at sixth, which I thought was pretty amazing. Yeah, I thought that was very, 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 very Dude. odd. I can't believe you got Peterson at pick six. Me either. Dude, that is because my first pick was Adrian Peterson. And what you saw, I think I do it every year. I accidentally pick somebody up. Who would you accidentally pick? You got Joseph <laughs> Adai. Joseph Adai. <laughs> oh, he's good, though. Well, I know, dude, but that wasn't my first pick. I had him in my queue, and then in, um, instead of clicking on Adrian Peterson because I thought he was selected in my queue, I I had highlighted Joseph Adai, and so apparently when I hit draft, he was drafted. At least I didn't draft like some like 1700. <laughs> At least you didn't draft like Terry Glenn or something. 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, enough about <laughs> fantasy football. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let me give my uh, let me give my uh, my kicks. Um, my kick, uh, my kick is going to the entire offensive line, starting offensive line, who was repeatedly pushed off the line of scrimmage for the entire two quarters that they played and beaten. You know, there was one play when Pete Kendall pulled and led the way for Portis and had no one to block, and he was just going and going and going for like an 18-yard gain. He, he bypassed a couple guys. That was a good play, and I think that was the only one. Other than that, I saw him get beat. I saw Raybach get beat. We all saw Samuels get beat. Uh, we saw Jansen get beat, and then he sprained his foot, and he is uh, apparently out for this weekend's game, or this this coming the week's game on uh, on Thursday night. And uh, I think the only person I didn't see, you know, I'm going to take Randy Thomas out of that. I'm going to kick the entire offensive line minus Randy Thomas because I did not see him get burned. I saw everyone else get burned. Bad. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just depressed. <laughs> hey, look, look on the bright side. It was just a practice, unlike the Patriots game last year. And they bounced back from that. They can bounce back from this. Yeah, true that. I mean, they bounced back and I'm made the playoffs. This is definitely the worst thing we see this year. Much better now than in week two, or three, or four, or one. Yeah. So um, the Redskins, in case you guys didn't know, um, had to cut down to five <laughs> players this week, and they cut Josh's dog, they cut, Vernon they Fox. They cut my, my favorite guy, Vernon Fox. And he's no related to, uh, he's not related to Red. Or Michael J. I thought he or was Samantha. And he's, um, well, he's... <laughs> All right, how many times have I got to play the cut sound on this track? Well, right. it's new this week, so it's like it's like the shiny new toy. So. Yeah, it's kind of like the Zorn it's, sound. It's actually John yelling cut. Okay. <laughs> All right, so there's a... Uh, I wish we had a recording of me yelling it for the very first time, like way back in 19... Was it 99? I don't know. I think it was, it was at that Staten Island Yankees game. I just remember, like, John yelling cut and holding up the scissor fingers and saying warm up the bus. Yeah, and holding up his keys and shaking them. And holding up his keys and shaking them at the first base. Okay, so, all right, Bert, Bert Toller got cut today. Bert Toller got cut. I think Fox and Toller were cut to give them a chance to maybe sign on with another team because um, they were kind of like, well, Toller's not going to make it because they're, they're looking at McMullen, Man, and maybe Mix. Um the three M's, apparently, and Toller doesn't start with the M, so that's probably why he was cut. Um, Fox definitely was not going to make the team um, with someone like Horton and and uh, Kareem Moore and Kareem Moore ahead of him in the in the back defensive backfield. And so speak. who was this other guy? There's some dude that got cut that I didn't even know he was on the squad. Uh, who the cut? They cut Large Sinclair. Matt Sinclair, that really big linebacker. Who apparently was injured and had an injury that was going to last a while, so I'm sure they they, they didn't injury settlement with him. Um, former practice squatter, and they also cut some guy named Dorian Smith that has been cut and released a couple or fined a couple of times. And all right, I'm going to try it. Babatunde 
Jose Noel. Yeah. I don't even know who he. I never even saw him on the field. This guy is dead. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's the news for this week. For some reason, they have to cut down. Is it five or six they had to cut? Five. Five. They had to cut down from 80 to 75, and then five days later, they have to cut down from 75 to, what, 53? Yeah, dude. So you're going to see people going all out Yeah. on Thursday because it's their last chance. It's a little odd. You have to cut five, and then five days later, you have to cut 22. It's strange. When's the 22, Saturday or Sunday or what? 30th, yeah. Was it, Sunday? Um, um, I don't know. I haven't looked that far ahead. So basically, yep, that would be Saturday. Yeah, so basically, after a lot of those teams are going to be playing their preseason game that day. So right after the game, they're going to be cutting people before I midnight. Guess so yeah, at least the Redskins have a few days to decide after their last preseason game. Anyway, cut those people got cut, and uh, next week, actually, sorry, in two days. Don't forget, it's one of those games where you'll you forget because it's on a weird day. Thursday night. Uh, Redskins are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars in the return of Greg Williams to FedEx Field. That's right. And, um, yeah, this is a home game, and it's on national TV, so no one has an excuse to miss it on NBC, I believe. And uh, who's going to be having the call? Is it Papa? Papa. Um, I don't know. Is it Bob Papa doing NBC? Or is I, that his name, Bob Papa, the guy, the Giants guy, the guy that does the yeah. serious radio? Yeah, I think Bob Papa is doing it. Bob Papa. I hear he's pretty good. I haven't really listened to him except for that one time when uh, you and I were going to the hall there, Aaron, and we got to hear him and who is it, Shannon Sharp? Yeah. On the radio going, Papa, come on. Now, Papa, you know what I'm talking Papa. It was hilarious, man. Yeah. Shannon Sharp was cracking us up. And then the next day, I heard this commercial they made of Shannon Shannon Sharp, where they like pieced together all of him going Papa, come Papa, and it was going it was going like <laughs> this. On. It was like Papa, 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 Papa. Come on, then, Papa, you know what I'm Papa. Come on, Papa. <laughs> it was funny, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, it's Thursday night, and uh, what do you guys hope to see in this game? I hope to see. Um. Not, I hope to see something, man, because they sucked. Not suckatied. Yeah, well, they're pretty apparently bad. The, um, apparently, all the, the veteran starters want to play. That's well, what I'm they want to prove I've been themselves. reading that, too, and it sounds like the offense, the starting offense is going to play a little bit, but the defense is not because Greg Blosh has been like, oh, no, they're going to keep that taste in their mouths for another week. Well, well good, dude, because the offense yeah. was completely inept. The defense at least showed some signs in the beginning that they knew what was going on until Jason Taylor got injured. Yeah. Also remember whose defense we're playing against this week. Yeah. Which is Jacksonville. Which is our former defensive coordinator, Greg Williams. Triple G. (laughs) Anyway. It should be interesting. I want to see zero injuries, and I want to see the offense at least move the ball down the field and kick a field goal and then get out of there. What I'm saying is we should know what to expect out of their defense in some ways. Cover two with a lot of safety blitzes and uh, um, bend but don't break. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, when your 
quarterback has no protection and he's really slow and figuring out where to throw the ball. Oh, man, I hope it doesn't suck like it beat last week. Now, are we going to start beating up on Jason Taylor for, I mean, uh, Jason Campbell for good at this point? I'm not beating up on him yet. A lot of people are on different websites. I know. A lot of people are, but it's a brand new offense. Yeah. People need to calm down. Yeah, it, and and people are saying it takes a long time to learn the West Coast offense. That's why Colt Brennan was looking good at the beginning because he's yeah. played this kind of offense before, and he did it for his whole most of college. And I think Campbell may have like dabbled in it one year because I know he had different coordinators every year when he was in college. Yeah, and I got to point out to this: all the people are like put Collins back in and stuff like that. Yeah. At least Jason Campbell didn't throw it to the side of the field where no one was. <laughs> By like 25 yards. It's like, I understand timing patterns and routes and everything. Yeah. Seriously, dude. I've never seen well, anyone also, in any game um, throw a ball 35 yards that landed inbounds and got called for an intentional grounding. Inbounds. Yeah, when Jason you do that, they were like yelling for the flag. I was just like, he was in the pocket. <laughs> well, he needs to be, Jason Campbell needs to be more aware. I mean, like, there's one thing to be fearless and not worry about who's around you. But to some extent, he's got to be aware when when those defenders are coming. Dude, um, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I think. You know, I mean, it's not like, I don't know if it's just been drilled into him, like, don't worry about it if he gets sacked, you get sacked. I don't know what the deal's been, but it's it's like he's oblivious, tunnel yeah. vision. Awareness which in, in some is ways is deal. good, but he's got to have that peripheral awareness. He's got to have the time clock in his really got to work on. He's got to have a clock. He's got to know that he's got so much time and he's got to get rid of it or else he's going to get nailed no matter what. Yeah. I agree. That's the big thing. Then that's, that's how he was fumbling last year. He'd get hit and fumble the ball last year because he had, he would take too much time and he wasn't aware. He's very reliant on his offensive line and that's good. But like you said, he's got to be aware. Yeah. Anyway. But hopefully he will grow by leaps and bounds with that this week. Anyway, uh, let me give you some more notes just, on the upcoming you wear game. A seat belt, just because you wear a seatbelt when you drive your car doesn't mean that you don't have to pay attention to other traffic. There you go. You know? Well, there you go. Words, words of wisdom from Josh. <laughs> words of wisdom of the week. <laughs> so, uh, some other notes coming into this uh, game here against <laughs> the other team that goes. Uh, and, there, and there's more like. Yeah, something like that. It's kind of like a, a, a high-powered uh, toilet flushing. Yeah, um, they don't have like the double, the double screaming. Right. I bet they have a, a, you know, like a, a patent on that. Anyway, yeah. um, the Redskins re-signed linebacker Danny Verdon Dash Wheeler, and they cut um, Jason Good. Cut. Told you, Jason, not so good. I told you Didn't guys last good week. Did Jason score a touchdown? He did score a touchdown. Yeah, remember um, I said file this away, dude. For where are you now next year? <laughs> what, so good, good? good was released yeah. with a uh, injury settlement because he had a foot injury. Um, Landry, Laurent Landry, is not expected to play again. Are you serious? I'm serious. I um, thought he was going to play. Kelly may play. Byron Westbrook may not play. He has an ankle sprain, but uh, I think he's definitely going to be on the CUT list. <laughs> yeah. Um, Todd Wade and John Jansen are both out, so we're going to see Stefan Heyer a lot. Good. Dude, good. we got to kick the walkers. The Walker crew out of our out of our line, man. I mean, we. I think we really need to look at nothing the against these crew. veterans, but we, seriously, we need to look ahead in the coming year or two 
at really replacing these old guys. That we got Reinhardt. Staying hurt because they can't, you know, they're not young and spry anymore. Dude, we yeah. did get Reinhardt, though, with one of our draft picks. We did get Reinhardt. We're still waiting to see if he's going to actually develop, but, you know, he's a rookie. And we got Stefan Heyer. So there's yeah. two dudes. Yeah, yeah we just need to keep building it. Because I'm, I'm sick of Jansen getting injured, like, every single year. Yeah. Multiple I mean, times know, a year. It's not an ankle, it's a knee. If it's not a knee, it's thumbs. If it's and not it's thumbs, not. <laughs> it's another thumb. You know, he's not in the elite at his position. That's the thing. His play has been declining and has been right. not, has, has been average. And it's been masked by the injuries. Like, everyone was like, man, he's so awesome. But then he gets injured for, like, a year. So when he comes back, you're like, oh, he's awesome. He's just been injured. And then he gets injured again. <laughs> but he's been injured so much that, no, he hasn't proven he's still awesome. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm losing um, faith in John Jansen over there. He better show me something this week. Oh, wait, he's not going to be. So he be- if he doesn't show me something in the opening game, I've only got one word for him. What was that? Anyway, dudes, what other notes you got before we go to Tom's Trivia? This thing's getting kind of long. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, we're going to see the punting competition and uh, the, the competition between Montgomery and Golston. Right now, Golston is, um, is is the projected starter next to Cornelius until Cornelius gets hurt. Um, so it, it looks like Golston, in, in a battle that wasn't expected to happen, um, Golston is going to be the other off- or defensive uh, lineman. Yeah. yeah, but they're going to be switching in and out quite a bit. Yeah. Well, you know, if we, need, if we needed a safety or something, we could always pick up Adam Archuleta again. He's going pretty cheap now. No, he's I a bet. linebacker now, dude. Yeah, I know. He's playing linebacker for the Raiders now. Yeah. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. He just he just signed, like, I don't know, a week or two ago. Uh, really? For Raiders. Yeah, he's like, he got like a one-year $730,000 contract. I told you he, that, dude. I saw him play in the preseason game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we need to re-sign him and be like, yeah, you're going to play safety and you're going to pay us $3 million a year. <laughs> yeah. Or $5 million a year to make up for the money that he, he basically Seven, stole. He's dropped to $730,000, which, you know, it's I guess it's like pocket change for, <laughs> for, for football. But, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I wouldn't scoff at $730,000. <laughs> no, not at all. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, one man gang. Didn't he have a sack this week? I believe he did. Let me check that. Uh, check that line. Anyway, um, one man gang is is playing solid. Not as he's stuck on on one side of the ball and not both. Um, yeah, he was credited with a sack. Uh, he and Andre <laughs> Carter, and let's see, and Golston and Dowdy. Dowdy had half a sack. And someone gave him a kick in the balls this week. Dude, that's called a sackle. <laughs> Don't forget that's called a sackle. You have a half a sack. It's not a half sack. It's a sackle. Sackle. I coined that phrase. There it is. <laughs> Bob Papa will probably steal it from you next week, dude. Come on, I have a sackle. And I'll be, I'll be like, dude, dude listens to Harry Hogg's football. Come on, Papa. <laughs> Papa. Dude, it's right been so long. Since we've done Tom's trivia, I don't even have the music in my cart anymore. So I, <laughs> what? I'm, I'm gonna have to make. You've been it up. trying to get him, on, get it on, get like him on here for like three weeks, and you are not prepared. Are you guys ready for Tom's Dude, trivia? Kick it. 
It's time for Tom's Trivia. <laughs> this week's Tom's Trivia is brought to you by uh, Phillips Magnavox. What? No, dude. It's brought hey, to you what? by X-Mentions. X-Mentions, sorry. X-Mentions. Anyway. Okay, um, last week's Tom's trivia question was actually posed by me. And I said, how many times have the Panthers beaten the Redskins, or what their records are? And I believe Simon from um, the UK wrote in with the answer, and he said... Was it correct? I don't think it was correct, but I didn't have time to look it up. <laughs> Dude, I only have one thing to say about that. Uh, You're lame. Okay, so maybe Simon was right, maybe he was wrong, but I'll look up the answer this week and let him know. Anyway, thanks for writing in, Simon. We'll just take your word for it that you were right, and uh, go ahead and give you access to the um, Redskins uh, Firefox theme version 2.0. Which is which works with Firefox version 2.0. Does it work with Firefox 3.0 yet? Does not work with Firefox 3.0 yet. There's some changes in 3.0 that I just haven't had time to make yet to make it happen with that. So, but it will eventually. As a matter of fact, um, he's creating uh, a patch. Pat growing one of our longtime uh, compadres, um, who got the question right not too long ago. Uh, I gave him access, and he wrote me. Actually, it just pops in tonight and said, oh, man, it's for 2.0. I'm going to have to downgrade for this. So I recommend downgrading. I'm still using 2.0, and, you know, works great for me. Anyway, here... At some point, we'll get to it. So here's Tom, um, pre-recorded earlier from the hog line. He called the hog line just like you guys can. And here's Tom with this week's Tom's Trivia. Well, here's the new question for this week uh, for Tom's Trivia. The question is, trying to uh, put last night's game out of our was out of our misery, not think about it again, think positively about uh, next week and going forward for the regular season. So, name the five franchises that have never beaten the Redskins in Washington. There are five franchises currently playing football that have never beaten the Redskins in Washington. All right, good luck. Uh, hail the Redskins. All right, dude, so if you know the answer to this week's Tom's Trivia, go ahead and send it in to redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com or to Tom at red <laughs> Tom at harryhogfootball.com, and he will be able to, you know, let you know if your answer is correct directly. And, um, or you can and call we'll us let in. you know otherwise next week on the podcast. Now, remember, in addition to getting access to that Harry Hog uh, Firefox theme version 2.0, um, we're, we're keeping track. We're keeping track. I got my little spreadsheet going here. The folks that get the most, the person that gets the most correct Tom's trivia answers in this season will get a piece of Redskins memorabilia that we will send to you directly. And it is and not Mark Brunel's yellow cake. It is not yellow cake. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a vintage piece of. Okay. Depending on your definition, yellow cake is the tangible object. 
Yellow cake. Yellow cake. Yellow cake. Yellow, yellow, yellow. Not like some, <laughs> and I can't tell you this, it is not some free cup that we brought home from the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Those cups aren't free, dude. They cost like 7 or $8, depending on which vendor you go to. Or nine. But, dude, after the game, you see all these people, like, totally walking around, just, like, picking up these stacks of cups that are, like, five feet high. Yeah, like, the last game we like went to, John. I, took, I brought four <laughs> cups back because I drank four cups of beer in the stadium. Dude, I remember one of the first Redskins game we went to, John had a stack, like, as tall as him. I did. <laughs> I did not. Dude, you collected, like, 20. Oh, maybe that was Landon. Dude, that was so not me, man. I've only got like five here. I have the one from the first game I went to when I could drink beer legally, and I have the four from the game that we went to when I when we beat the Cowboys. Dude, you all right, you sound awful Landon. defensive, dude. Dude, do not ever mistake me for Landon again. You are so cut, dude. That's weak. <laughs> all right, dude. Sorry, I didn't mean to mistake you for Landon. I am not a stacker. I am not a collector. <laughs> stacker. Anyway, dudes, also, you can also turn, send in your uh, answer to Tom's trivia or leave us any message you would like on the new hog line, which is area code 2. You guys got that number handy? <laughs> 206. Dude, you're yep. the best host ever. I did. 206 206-203-1566. Again, that number, the hog line is 206 203 one five six six. Call and leave us a message. You know what? You guys can even send us a fax from your, like your office if you want to. Just don't fax your buttocks or anything. I will not be your crutch. <laughs> and it goes right to voicemail. You're not gonna like wake us up in the middle of the night. So if it's like three in the morning and you can't sleep and you wanna you wanna bitch about the Redskins, you can call it. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a ring. Uh, let us know what's going on. And, and we'd love to get your uh, Tom's trivia answers uh, on the hog line as well. That way we can actually play them back on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, give us a call. Or, you know, traditionally, about anything else, as always, drop us a line, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Anyway, that leaves us to one other item of business to cover. You ready, Josh? Oh, yeah. Where are you now? Washington Redskins, where are you now? Is none other than well, I could I could do it like John used to do it, but John I couldn't. Uh, he played for the Redskins from 1978 to 1981. <laughs> Is none other than Coy Bacon. Coy Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys remember Coy Bacon? Uh, no, no, dude, not at all. <laughs> You don't remember Coy Bacon? No, dude, but I was only like five. Yeah, I was about to say his last year I was six. Are you serious? Yeah. Maybe seven. Okay. Coy. Is he related to Coy Duke? I was about to say, isn't isn't he one of uh one of uh dude, he's a, Bo he's and a Luke's sack- uh, cousins? He was a defensive lineman, he was a sacking machine. He had Coy. I didn't see his He had hundred and thirty career sacks. What? Are you serious? No, he did yes, not. Dude. There's no way, dude. Dude, he'd be in the hall. <laughs> he'd be in, like, the top ten of all time. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, dude, only, dude you got to remember, sacks were 
were not an official statistic when he played. Are you serious? They did not keep track. Dude, you said but he only played for three years. For the Redskins. He That's... played from 68 to 72 for the Rams, 73 to 75 for the Chargers, 76 77 for the Bengals, 78 to 81 for the Redskins, and he ended his career in the USFL with the Washington Federals. But, but that's not what he was a sacking machine. But that's not what's important. Where is he now? Bacon resides. Mr. Bacon <laughs> resides <laughs> son, in Iron, Ironton, Ohio. Um, back in 1986, um, after he had finished his career, he was wounded in a drug-related shooting in Washington, D.C., and uh, he has since become a uh, born-again Christian, and he traveled as a motivational speaker. Dude, are you serious that he had 130 sacks? Unofficial sacks? I'm, that's, I am serious. I am serious. He was three, three-time three Pro Bowler during his 14-year career, um, and uh, you know, sacks were not an official statistic. But, um, and the information I'm, I'm seeing here says that basically folks have added up his sacks to 130. Huh. Dude, I've never even heard of him. That's insane. That was a good one, dude. Yeah, solid. Excellent. Coy Bacon. Bacon! When, that's right. That's right. Excellent. That was a good one, Josh. You did your homework. When he had a special lady friend, her parents said, you bring it home the bacon. Uh. <laughs> anyway, there you go. I found that one to be kind of interesting. Excellent, dude. Uh, well, I guess we need to wrap it up. Um, two days, less than 48 hours until the Redskins' final preseason game. Um, hopefully they'll look about 5 million percent better than they did last Saturday night. And we'll talk to you guys sometimes next week. Probably we'll probably do the podcast the day or so after the final cuts. And we'll be able to talk about all those. If you guys made it through all those cut um, soundtracks for this episode. And until then, dudes, hail to the Redskins. Keep the faith. And as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, Joke on! Joke on! Bro!